Good morning. It's Thursday, February 22nd. I'm Beth Golay, and this is Wichita's Early Edition from KMUW News. Veteran folk singer-songwriter John McCutcheon's most recent album, Together, features songs written with one of his musical heroes, Tom Paxton. McCutcheon says that the partnership has been deeply rewarding. Writing with him is the easiest writing I've ever done. We'll hear more after the news. Public education advocates in Kansas are pushing for more funding for special education. But some lawmakers say the money is there, as KMUW's Suzanne Perez reports. Legislators are considering a bill that would change the way school funding levels are calculated to show more money going to special ed. Dave Trabert of the conservative Kansas Policy Institute says schools already get enough special education funding. All I'm recommending is that the legislature get credit for all of the SPED funding that they provide. Opponents say the proposal is an accounting trick that shortchanges schools. A group created by lawmakers to study special education has urged the legislature to increase funding by $350 million over four years. For KMUW News, I'm Suzanne Perez. Six in ten residential property owners in Sedgwick County will see their homes increase in value this year, which is fewer than last year. KMUW's Celia Hack has more. The county appraises homes annually to help determine residents' property taxes. Last year, eight in ten Sedgwick County residential properties increased in value. County appraiser Mark Clark says the drop is because the market has cooled since 2023 due to high interest rates. He added that high home sales prices were a key factor in the increase of residential values this year. It's not an extremely hot housing market, but it is strong and it's resilient. And once again, that low supply of homes uh, is, is pushing prices higher. Clark says high prices caused the number of home sales to dip in 2023. The construction of new houses also dropped by nearly 12 percent from 2022 to 2023. For KMUW News, I'm Celia Hack. Several improvements will be made to Wichita's park and recreation facilities in the coming months. The city is beginning to update its signage at several parks and facilities. The city will replace wooden signs with bright colored ones. The tennis facility at McAdams Park will be updated to add four full-size courts and possibly a shaded shelter. Several improvements will also be made to Barry Sanders Field in the same area. The city plans to add new bleachers and a hydration station. It will also update the field's scoreboard. The Sedgwick County Commission voted Wednesday to purchase a new elections office building and warehouse for $4.5 million. The county has been seeking to combine its main office and warehouse into one large facility since 2018. The building is near Rock and 37th Street. The county says it preferred a location downtown because the current elections office is located there. Here's Commissioner David Dennis. We've looked at like 16 buildings and a lot of people want us to go downtown. Uh, We looked downtown hard. There is no buildings downtown that we could find. Election Commissioner Laura Rainwater estimates the new elections office will be open in 2025. She also hopes to add a satellite voting center downtown when the new elections office opens out east. On Wednesday, Kansas lawmakers voted to shorten the duration of early in-person voting. Daniel Cottle of the Kansas News Service reports. Under current state law, early voting is held until noon the Monday before an election. 
The bill that passed the House would cease early voting one day sooner on Sunday. Some county election officials say they struggle to staff early voting the Monday before Election Day, but critics say the change could confuse or disenfranchise voters. The bill requires counties to host early voting the Saturday before an election to make up for lost voting time on Monday. If the bill becomes law, it'll take effect at the start of 2025. For the Kansas News Service, I'm Daniel Caudill at the State House. Boeing said Wednesday that the head of its 737 program is leaving the company. Ed Clark spent 18 years with Boeing. He will be replaced by Katie Ringgold. The change comes after an emergency door panel blew off a 737 MAX 9 in January. Spirit Aero Systems in Wichita makes about 70 percent of the 737, including the door panel. Federal safety officials increased oversight of production work at Spirit and Boeing following the incident. The 737 was temporarily grounded but has resumed service. Kansas courts are working on a new system that can help more foster kids return to their parents. Kansas is trying a program called Family Treatment Courts. The specialty courts connect families in the foster care system with more specialized treatment. The courts require more regular check-ins with the judge and lower caseloads for caseworkers. Andrew Brown, Deputy Secretary of the Kansas Department of Aging and Disability Services, said the steady communication can make families more comfortable with the system. They know they're going to be seeing the same faces when they show up time and time again. Um, And that's not always true in traditional court. The pilot program is scheduled to launch in September. Funding from the U.S. Department of Agriculture will improve Belle Plaine's water system. Nearly $6 million will go toward replacing the city's current distribution system. That includes constructing a 300,000-gallon storage tank and a new treatment plant to remove nitrates from the water. Loans from the USDA are also funding eight other infrastructure projects for rural Kansas communities. Most of the $22 million will cover drinking water and sanitary wastewater systems. The rest of the money will be used to provide high-speed Internet. We'll be back after this. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now, we're taking center stage. Introducing NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, a collection of Black-led stories from NPR's podcasts. Search NPR Black Stories, Black Truths wherever you get your podcasts. This is Wichita's Early Edition. I'm Beth Goley. Veteran folk singer-songwriter John McCutcheon returns to Wichita this weekend for a performance. His most recent album is a collaboration with folk legend Tom Paxton. KMUW's Jed Bodwin recently spoke with McCutcheon about that recording and the creative process. Last year you put out this album with Tom Paxton called Together, and I know that he was one of your musical heroes. What was it like to write with him? Writing with him is the easiest writing I've ever done. I mean, we finish one another's sentences. We really have the same kind of way of what we want to do with a song. We're old, old friends, so we're really, we really cut one another a lot of slack. And I think to be a good co-writer, you have to be humble. You have to be willing to, to turn loose of the ownership of your idea and say, okay, well, that was a left turn I didn't expect to make, but let's follow it. It could be a dead end alley, or it could be a really cool way to end up with something that I wouldn't have thought of. And that's the point. 
there's a couple of songs on the album that you could say, oh, that sounds like a Tom Paxson song, or that sounds like a John McCutcheon song. And then there's other stuff that, you know, I, I just listen to and think, you know, I don't think I could have written that song by myself. That's better than what I could have done. Plus, he's a lovely guy. He's one of my best pals. And he's an elder. And you know that that'll do. Recently, I was just came back from a tour in California and I saw my oldest friend, the guy I started playing guitar with. He was raving about this album and he said, when we're 14 years old, just starting to play guitar, if I told you, you're going to be writing songs with the guy who wrote Ramblin' Boy and Last Thing on My Mind and I Can't Help But Wonder Where I'm Bound and Bottle of Wine and, and even My Dog's Bigger Than Your Dog. <laughs> uh, would you have believed it? And I said, not on your life. But the folk music community is a small community, relatively speaking. And it's, it's really collegial and fraternal. And, um, you know, everybody, hell, Pete Seeger treated me as a peer. Uh, and there was no way I was his peer. But I guess you find someone who does the same kind of work you do and you say, either I'm not crazy or I got company. As you were collaborating with Tom, were there things that surprised you about the process, things that you learned about the process of collaboration itself? Both Tom and I come from a pretty strong spiritual background, and we both know that there are times when you are gu guided. And, and we both also know that there are times you surrender to the process. And that sounds kind of woo-woo, I know. And people who are listening to this and who have seen me say at Winfield, no, I am not a woo-woo guy at all. I'm a real kind of meat and potatoes kind of guy. But you do get this point where you say, well, this, I don't know what's going to happen. I'm just going to surrender myself to this process. And what? how about if we do this? Because I'm going to be turning the page with the with the listener too. I don't. We don't start with a storyboard where we're going to go A, B, C, D, and we're going to end up here. And we know, because we often don't know what the ending is. There really is something to be said then about trusting the process. Yeah. And the great poet Billy Collins once said, you use your pen as a flashlight rather than as a mere dictation device. And it's, it's a lot more fun. And that's one of the things I discovered during the pandemic, because I came back from being in Australia for a month. And the only responsible thing to do was quarantine. And so I went up to a little cabin that my wife, who's also a writer, and I have up in the North Georgia mountains. And um, I would get up in the morning and there would be prayer and meditation. And I get poetry in my email box from the Writer's Almanac and from the uh, Paris Review. And so I have all this completely right brain stuff happening. I'm not reading the news. I'm not having to form opinions. It's like you're completely clearing the deck of all left brain activity and then you write. It's sort of like if you're into meditation at all, that time when you realize, oh, that's what this is about. I'm going to do that again. You got the notion. You got the knack. John McCutcheon performs at Plymouth Congregational Church Saturday evening. You can read more of this story at kmuw.org. Thanks for joining us for Wichita's Early Edition. We'll be back again tomorrow. For KMUW News, I'm Beth Golay.
Just do the work And you got a hook Wichita's Early Edition is part of the NPR Podcast Network.